This is Perspectives, the show where an examination of our many differences often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condis Presley, and on today's program, we're talking about food and why it is important that we know where our food comes from. Our guests are Kim Kara. She is the executive director of the Food Well Alliance, and she's joined by Carol Hunter, who is the executive director of an organization called Truly Living Well Center for Natural Urban Agriculture. So first things first, you guys are here to tell us about an event that's coming up on May 4th. It's your Soil Festival. So, uh, Kim, why don't you start and tell me about that? Sure. Well, Soil Festival is actually an annual tradition now. This is our fifth annual Soil Festival, and it's actually an opportunity to bring the community out to the farm to celebrate the ground beneath our feet, which is the soil, and how important it is to provide healthy food, particularly in a city. So, Growing food is, is really difficult. Growing food in the city is even more difficult. And so one of the key ingredients that is necessary is soil and how the nutrients in, in that soil is something that we will be teaching um, on May 4th. So now where's the farm? The farm is located at 324 Lawton Street on Atlanta's west side. Um, we've got a five-acre farm there, um, plenty of space and activity for people to come out with families and learn, but also enjoy. Um, one of the great things about the Soil Festival is that it's a place that people can learn. If you don't know anything about urban agriculture or you're interested in maybe starting your own garden, this is a great opportunity to come out and get information meet others of like minds. Um, We've got things for children as well as adults. Um, So we hope people will come out uh, one o'clock on May 4th. What is urban agriculture? What's unique about urban agriculture is that we're actually growing high quality food in very small spaces. We are actually growing food for production to feed the people in our communities. So it's very much intentional. Um, And there is commerce. We are growing the food and selling the food um, to create um, opportunities for um, agriculture, for fresh food in our communities. Kim, you look like you want to jump in here. Sure, and I I just want to put that into perspective. So in the five-county region, in Fulton, DeKalb, Cobb, Clayton, and Gwinnett, we have almost 300 community gardens and about 50 urban farms, and that's growing. We also know that our region is one of the fastest-growing regions in the country, and so the, the pressure on these spaces is becoming more and more great. And so... We at Food Well Alliance, along with True Living Well, are, are preserving and protecting these spaces, not just for food production. Food is important. It's the, certainly the critical thing that's happening at, at these spaces. But what, something that we're learning is that when you invest in a garden or a farm, you're investing in the, the health of the residents. You're investing in the safety of that neighborhood and the environmental stewardship and the ecology of that community. And so... While food is important and that's what's being grown, it's also a tool to build community, bring people together, connect them, reconnect them really back to the land and to where their food is coming from. So in addition to all of the traditional festival type activities coming up on May 4th, I got a sense there have got to be a number of workshops and takeaways for attendees, Kim. There's a lot of educational opportunities So, for example, we have several basic 101 workshops. We have composting 101, we have soil 101, we have gardening 101, a cooking workshop. We've got how to harvest out of the the ground. And then I know True Living Well is going to be hosting several farm tours. 
Yes, we're going to do a general farm tour, um, a medicinal herb farm tour, as well as a tree, a fruit tree farm tour. The beautiful thing about this festival is that we have urban farmers who have dedicated their life to this work. They're going to be there, and people have an opportunity to talk to them, to ask questions um, about their garden as well as um, the work that they do. So it's a great time for sharing. And again, it doesn't cost anything to get in, but if I wanted to come prepared for the day, what can I bring with me and what might I be able to take away at the end of my visit? We would love for you to bring your food scraps and add them to our composting pile. And at the end of the day, when you get ready to leave, we will give you a container of compost to take back to your own garden. If somebody doesn't know anything about composting, and Kim, you might have said this already, is there a composting 101? There is. So they have the basic workshop around what is soil and why it's important, and then how do you compost? What do you compost? What don't you compost? A very 101 compost workshop will be available, and then you can bring your kids because they're going to have a composting 101 workshop for the kids as well. In fact, we're inviting Steam Truck out uh, this year who will be doing soil science activities with the kids as well. How difficult is it to find land in an area like Atlanta that you can turn into a farm like the one you have on Lawton? Well, we're really blessed here in the Atlanta area. Um, We have so much green space that can easily be transferred or transformed into space where we can grow food. Um, And you don't need a lot. You don't need, you know, acres and acres of land. Um, You can grow your backyard or if you've got one or two acres, you can grow a sizable amount of food that can feed um, your family and our community. And I think when you think of urban agriculture, we have to, to, to think about the built environment in an urban area, right? And so the same way we think about parks and green spaces as these valuable assets and amenities to a, a community, we are now beginning to, to, to realize that we also need food producing spaces, orchards. What if our parks were edible? Um, certainly those those parks can create spaces for community gardening. And then farmers who really want to have a farm enterprise can p- perhaps purchase their own land to be able to grow um, the food for the community and, and for, for restaurants and, and, and institutions. And so it is difficult to find land in an urban area. But I think with organizations, we're a network of of hundreds of organizations working in this space in Metro Atlanta. And we're really starting to prove the impact of urban gardens and farms on the health of communities and on the vitality of neighborhoods. And we're, we're stepping up in line with the parks and green space and saying, hey, you know, let's be creative. Let's, let's innovate these spaces and let's make sure that they uh, are spaces where people can connect to where their food comes from and where and the people who grow it. Who are the customers for the produce that's being produced in our city? Well, it depends on 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 um, the the food producing space. So, if it's a community garden, when you think about community gardens, they're volunteers. They're 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 growing food for themselves for their family. They're it's oftentimes a hobby, and and it's a space where they can relax and and connect with their neighbors and grow in community. And so, a lot of those spaces are are growing food for themselves, but some of these community gardens will will have a, a row dedicated to give to the food bank, for example. So they're growing food for food banks and food pantries to be able to offer fresh food for their for their communities who who most need it. Other farm enterprises, they're certainly selling at our farmers markets. And Carol can tell you, you know, a couple of years ago it was really difficult to find a farmer's market. Now you can find one every single day of the week. And so our farmers rely on these community farmer's markets where they can sell food directly to the community. 
And then some of our more, I think, advanced and larger farmers are, are selling directly to restaurants. We have a vibrant restaurant scene in Atlanta, and a lot of them are catching on, especially the chefs, to not just local food, but hyper-local food. Mm-hmm. Food that's grown right here in the same neighborhood. Some of these restaurants have farms on site. Um, and it's really, really amazing. Truly Living Well has really led the way. Um, they were really the first urban farm and certainly the largest urban farm we have in the city. It's been very important for us to put our farms in locations that had little or no access to fresh, healthy food. Where we're located now on Lawton Street, that area has been designated as a USDA food desert. Um, But we're trying to change all of that. Um, We have a market on farm every Friday, and we're encouraging people to walk, to jog, to ride their bikes to this community space where they can get fresh, healthy food. So we're going herbs, vegetables, and also fruit, um, things that people can take, eat fresh, or take it home and and prepare in healthy ways. Um, It's important to the work that we're doing, and and a lot of the people who are growing food in urban agriculture, we're growing food without any pesticides, herbicides, no GMOs. So we're doing our best to make sure people are getting the healthiest food possible. Carol, tell me more about True Living Well, how it came to be and the work you guys have been doing for these many years. Well, we've been around since 2006. We were founded by Rashid Nouri. Rashid retired just over a year ago, and I took the lead as the executive director there. But our mission stays the same. We grow food, we grow people, and we grow community. So as a nonprofit organization, and we our foundation is growing the food, it's very important that we're teaching people how to grow their own food and helping to expand this movement. The other thing that we're doing is community outreach. We're really making sure it's not just enough to have the food, but when you get the food, how do I use it? How do I understand why this food is better for me than something else? So we're very much engaged in the educational parts of helping people to understand why um, healthy food is important. You know, I like to say that food is an intimate commodity. Everything that we put into our mouths that goes into our system, it impacts every fiber of our body. So we want to make sure we're doing the very best we can in terms of our intake, um, bringing the fresh food, the best food into our bodies. How well is this message being received? And are you getting to the young people, the kids who should get involved and know that these opportunities exist? Yes, we are. Um, We can always do more, so let me start there. Um, But we have a great relationship with M. Agnes Jones Elementary School. It's right across the street from our farm. 500 beautiful young people are there, and each one of them come into our farm environment. So our farm is helping them apply their STEM principles, the science, technology, um, engineering, and math. They're able to apply those principles through experimentation and observation in the garden. But also they're learning, this is where my food comes from. These are our consumers for tomorrow. So we're helping them understand why having an urban garden, access to this food is so important. And the children are getting it. I would also say the opportunities to to connect communities at soil festivals, one of the main reasons why we host this event every year is because it not only brings out young people or community gardens or gardeners or backyard gardeners, it also brings out 
millennials and young adults and seniors and families. And what we tend to do at the festival is sort of mimic any festival you would go to if it was an arts or a hip hop festival or a music festival. This one is about learning about where your food comes from, but also having fun. So there's going to be music, there's going to be food, there's going to be a beer garden, there's going to be things. We're closing down the street this year on Lawton to, to really make it feel like a festival. This is really, again, another example of how there are, there are great things going on on Atlanta's west side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Atlanta's west side is a beautiful place um, in that we've got several organizations that are coming together to work around food and helping to create at- create access to food. Um, Things like where we're located are actually living well at the intersection of Lawton and and Westview and and Sales. Um, We're helping to transform that community. We like to say it's, it's a crossroads there. And across, right across the street from our farm is also one of those typical corner groceries that has Um, the sugary items, the salty items. And so we have a challenge and an opportunity right there on that corner to bring people in and and talk about a different way and give them access to this healthy food. And we've had some good responses from our community, Um, people who wanted to know more um, and and people who are seeking to know more. Um, I like to tell the story at our market day we had a young lady come down into our market, and she says, my grandma sent me down here. She says, I have no idea what this stuff is, but she said, come and get her some good food. And so we were able to take that opportunity to educate her, um, and she got her grandmother some great food. Tell us more about the Food Well Alliance. Are There may be some in our community and our listeners who are not familiar with the organization. Sure. So... We are a collaborative network of local leaders working together to build thriving community gardens and urban farms across Metro Atlanta. And as an alliance, we believe in two things. We believe that food is really just a tool to build community and that thriving gardens and farms really strengthen the heart of cities and neighborhoods. So we got started in 2015. We, um, not too long ago, but our our roots really do go farther back uh, with the Atlanta Community Food Bank. As Bill Bowling, the founder of the Food Bank, is also our our founder and visionary for this organization, who was able to, to, to partner with Jim Kennedy from the James M. Cox Foundation and say, you know, what would it look like if we took a better look at what was going on in our community around food and use an organization to bring people together? connect them to each other, but also connect them to resources. So three things that we do at Foodwell Alliance is that we uh, equip growers with the tools they need to grow food. So very tangible things, right? Infrastructure, uh, labor, they need seeds, they need the the hoop houses, they need all those things, equipment and tools. We do that. We also are a grant maker, so we provide them with financial capital when um, they need to, to purchase something or create a new project on the farm. The second thing we do is we really we create experiences for communities to connect to to where their food comes from. So to urban farms and community gardens, we throw parties, we throw workshops, we have events on farm because a lot of the things that we're learning is that just proximity to healthy food, just making sure there's a kale on the table does not necessarily mean behavior is going to change around eating. You actually have to have an experience. So that's another thing that we do. And the third thing that we do is we're actually beginning to work with local governments. We've partnered with the Atlanta Regional Commission to say, you know, what would it look like if we help cities start to plan 
for urban gardens and farms in the development of that city. And so we're really excited about that work. We really have taken um, sort of this last four years of learning and saying, you know, we're not going to move the needle on protecting these food producing spaces if we don't work with our decision makers. Do you get the sense that the organization, the Alliance, is beginning to move the needle in the right direction? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's so much work to be done. Um, we've invested over three and a half million dollars in about 150 unique organizations. So the work around urban agriculture is is at its all-time high. Now we have to sort of raise consciousness of the people who are making decisions on how our cities are developed, how our uh, urban ecology is is fostered, and um, we're getting a, a lot of interest. Carol, you look like you wanted to weigh in. Yeah, when we first started hosting our, our Soil Fest, we had about 200, 250 people at the first one. Right now, we're expecting 1,000 people at our festival this year. And a lot of that is because of the work that Foodwell has been doing in our community to help spread this message, but also to undergird the farmers and, and the community growers who, have, who are actively engaged in this work. So I have to just acknowledge, yes, they are definitely moving the, the needle and the partnerships, um, and that's something that Foodwell is very big on, stressing the importance of partnerships. And we're creating these partnerships all across the food industry, and that's making a, a tremendous difference for Atlanta. I don't know of any other community that's doing as much in the way we're doing it, um, and, and it's because of organizations like Foodwell that are helping to take the leadership um, and bringing the community together around urban agriculture. When did Atlanta become a foodie community? Hmm. Hmm. Any Good thoughts? Question. You know, I, I want to pause a little bit because I don't know if foodie is, is maybe the right way to describe it. Because, and, I, and I say this because that's sort of how I entered the movement was through this foodie movement, which was the, the, the celebration of the actual food on the plate. Exactly. This is about community. This is about reconnection to the very basics, to the earth. Today is Earth Day. And no better way to celebrate our connection to each other is by reconnecting to the land. And I think it's a little bit different than the foodie community that sort of started with restaurants and fancy food. This is really about um, connections to each other. Most of the food that we get in our grocery stores are traveling 1,500 miles. What we're talking about now is having a community where your food travels zero miles. And we can do that through effectively utilizing urban agriculture, the local farmers. When we imagine what that means to our air quality, um, transportation, all of these things that really make for a good city, a livable city, when we look at food as a foundation and if we begin to change the way we interact with food, all of these other things begin to have become real, have better effects for um, the way we live and the way we move. So this work is critically important to us um, for a health perspective, but also how are we going to continue to feed the people that are moving in? How do we access our food? How do we make sure that food is healthy? We don't want recalls here at Atlanta. We want to know who our farmers are, and we want to know that our farmers, and they are, are growing food in the healthiest manner possible. Which is why locally sourced is so critically important. It is. It's so important. And I would say that it's not just um, uh, where our food comes from. It's where it's going. So it's also about waste and, and the food 
that that so often is wasted from our plate, from institutions. And Soil Festival is a reminder that when we throw our food scraps into the garbage, we're actually throwing gold down the drain for a farmer. We all are part of a solution every time that we we separate our food scraps, right? So this organic material can be returned right back into the earth to create healthy soil and healthy compost for, for urban agriculture, for food production. And so what's so cool about soil festivals is that you may never be a community gardener, you may never be a farmer, but you certainly can support the movement by just returning those food scraps by composting them at a farmer garden and making sure that we have healthy food in our city. So it's a full cycle um, that we are, are nurturing. We're going to be talking about that at Soil Fest as well. Um, through the support of Foodwell Alliance, Truly Living Well is developing our first community composting lab. And so we're expanding our composting operation and in creating an opportunity for people to bring their scraps to Truly Living Well, learn about composting, and also with the redesign of the composting system, we're going to be able to create enough composting that these same folks can come back, the small gardeners, the community gardeners, they can come back and get material, composting material, as well as seeds and seedlings from our location. So I can compost, I can bring my materials to you, I can come back at another time, get materials to take back to my own container garden, and grow even healthier food in my own backyard. Is that what you're saying? You got it. That's exactly what we're saying. So you guys are saying you want to make sure folks who come out on May 4th wear closed-toe shoes. <laughs> yes. I saw that in the note, and I wanted to be sure that I ask about that. Please leave the flip-flops and sandals at it home. It is a farm. It's it's a farm. And so as much as this is a, a real you know community festival, it certainly has the natural element. So you're going to be walking around orchards and fruit trees. You're going to be walking around raised beds. There's going to be certainly the section where there's composting. And so, um, you know, it's time to get dirty, but it's also time to, to have some fun. Absolutely. And I'm going to ask one very basic question about food scraps. So someone's listening today and they're thinking, well, I do recycle in my home. So I separate my papers, my plastics, and I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm totally bought in. Now, someone has suggested I think about essentially recycling my food scraps. What kind of things are we talking about separating out? What's acceptable to bring? What's not acceptable to bring? Any of your fruit, vegetable scraps are accept, um, acceptable to bring. Um, we don't want any meat products or any processed products. Um, something that I do very easily when I am cooking, I put a bowl on my counter. And so when I take the peel off the onion, I put it in the bowl. Or when I peel the carrot, I put it in the bowl. And those are the things I take to um, my compost bin. Um, I even put it in a plastic bag and put it in my freezer. So if I'm not able to get it to composting right away, I'm still collecting these scraps. And it's amazing how much waste we collect you know we so easily throw things away but when you begin to do that you see this valuable resource that you have that would have gone into the garbage that it can now come into a farming operation and we'll teach you also how to do your own composting at home if you like but it can come into a farm operation we can use that material and then create healthy soil we also have um, landscapers and others who bring the lawn clippings and the mulch, um, the wood chips. Um, bring it to the farm because we use all of those items when we are creating um, great compost. Kim, if folks want more information about 
Soil Festival on May 4th, or they want to know more about the Food Well Alliance, and of course, uh, Carol, if they want to know more about Truly Living Well, where's an easy website we can point everybody to? Well, you can reach us at foodwellalliance.org. Always uh, updates on our website. Our Instagram is at foodwellalliance, and that's the most recent up-to-date information where every day we're updating around Soil Festival as we kind of uh, get people excited trulylivingwell.com. It's real easy, and and I encourage people to go to the website and see more about our farm and learn more about our food. At Soil Fest, we have excellent local chefs who are going to be preparing samples for us from the farm to the table, and all of this is free. You don't have to pay a dime. We just want people to come out and enjoy and experience um, our Soil Fest. Well, I'll never put another onion peel in the disposal again. So, ladies, thank you for that. Raising (laughs) awareness one person at a time. Thanks so much, and we'll see you on May 4th. Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, MyAndalusCondo29, on Twitter, or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine another perspective.